Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Tuesday, November 21st. Let's jump into today's top stories. NCAA President Charlie Baker joins NBC's Chuck Todd to discuss the state of college athletics and reiterates his call for a uniform NIL contract, which would exist if you were buying a house or buying a stock or anything else. The brokers and agents that operate in this space don't have to sign anything that says they work for the customer, which in this case would be the student-athlete. We don't really have what I would describe as any kind of market signals for student-athletes and their families around what they might be worth, and so the traditional consumer protections that exist in almost every other financial walk of life in this country don't exist for student-athletes. Baker also espouses a model in which we think differently about Power 5 schools than others. Think about it this way. Those 50 or 60 schools, the smallest of them have like a $100 million athletic budget. For me, the way we should be thinking about this is what are we going to do with the schools that represent $100 million and then how do we think about the rest? On the sprawling makeup of the NCAA governance structure, Baker says, I've got to put some points on the board about some other things, but at some point I am going to want to have a conversation with the membership about whether what we have here is actually the way in the 21st century, where things happen quickly to be able to make decisions because the NCAA's definitely been slow to move on a lot of things. Maryland AD Damon Evans during last week's night commission meeting declared his belief that sharing revenue with student-athletes is inevitable, adding, to think we are not going to be sharing some of those revenues, we are going to be there. It would not surprise me to see some sort of different type of governance structure in place that separates the A5 out from the current structure. Meanwhile, former Notre Dame slash Duke AD Kevin White remarked, futuristically, we need to recreate or relaunch the NCAA. We have a good leader in NCAA President Charlie Baker who can do that. There is some modeling going on. There are a number of models being created. Some I've been sworn to secrecy on. I sat in a room and listened to a model. There is no end to the models, the next iteration and what it might look like. Some models, White tells Yahoo's Ross Dellinger, do, in fact, involve major conferences leaving and taking their resources with them. For someone like me, that's devastating, to Olympic sports. It's beyond devastating, it's nuclear. I'm indicting everyone, including myself. We should have been far more progressive and forward-thinking over the past 20 years or more. Former Colorado football student-athlete Alex Fontenot has filed a class-action lawsuit against the NCAA and power conferences, alleging that NCAA rules that prohibit athletes from receiving compensation from schools and leagues violate antitrust law, per on 3's Eric Prisbell. The suit asserts that the need for amateurism was always a fallacy. But the current state of college athletics has put the proverbial nail in the coffin for the NCAA's amateurism argument. In specific reference to former Texas A&M football head coach Jimbo Fisher's $76 million buyout, the suit adds, if that type of money can go to a fired coach, then surely the players on the team can be fairly compensated. Kenny Hurt's Perry attorney Mitt Winter points out the suit is not about NIL but is about allowing revenue to be allocated by the free market rather than the restrictive and unlawful rules of a labor cartel that takes advantage of the athletes that are the primary sources of its massive income. The NCAA-slash-P5 will continually get hit with lawsuits like this unless they a. get rid of limits on athlete compensation or b. allow athletes as employees and engage in collective bargaining. 
Memphis has received the largest gift in its university's history, a $50 million commitment from the family of FedEx founder-slash-executive chairman Frederick Smith to support renovations to Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium. Additionally, a Memphis city councilman has introduced a resolution to appropriate $120 million in state grant funding to go towards renovations of the stadium, as well as transfer ownership of the stadium to the University of Memphis Auxiliary Services Foundation. Pending council approval, the funding and ownership transfer will be effective December 30, 2023. Michigan State AD Alan Holler wanted to separate former football head coach Mel Tucker from the football team months before the 2023 season began, but the school's administration prevented him from doing so, ESPN's Dan Murphy reports. Through MSUVP-University spokesperson Emily Guarant, MSU interim president Teresa Woodruff declined to answer whether she or anyone else in her administration discouraged Holler from acting sooner. Guarant also declined to provide clarity about when Woodruff learned about Tucker's admission of his conduct with Brenda Tracy but said, best practices in investigations call for privacy in order to not influence outcomes. Privacy is also key to creating a culture around reporting incidents, we must create a safe environment for all individuals to come forward without a fear of institutional retaliation or dissemination of information regarding highly personal matters. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Tuesday, November 21. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.